I just got settled in from work and I've had a very exciting Monday and an even more exciting commute. And if you've ever taken public transport, then you know that it is actually a nightmare. And it's even more crazy in Manila. So that's actually what I want to talk about tonight. I have been commuting back and forth from home and work for the past week. Um, it's a very new experience for me. I graduated last May and like many fresh graduates, I've recently joined the workforce, the productive sector of society. And my new job is two cities away. And while I'm having so much fun and you know I'm learning a lot of new things, there's reality to face that um, there are certain parts about the job that aren't glamorous. And the example of that, an example of that would be the commute. So while I used to be able to take 20 minutes to 30 minutes to get from my house to school, I now have to take two hours on either public transport or an hour and a half in a car to get to work. And it's crazy, but that's reality. So there are several ways that I can get to and from, and I can either choose to be A, stuffed into a train carriage like a sardine in a metal can with like no air conditioning and no control with who I end up standing next to, or like, you know, their choice of deodorant, or B, I can take an FX or UV Express, which is a form of public transport in the Philippines, except that um, it's like a bus, but it's a van um, where you fit like 18 passengers when you're supposed to fit only 12. So it's a little bit sketchy, but say la vie. So instead of being crammed, sweaty, and miserable on a train, I'm crammed, air-conditioned, and mildly uncomfortable. So today was a very interesting experience, and just my luck, I was the last to get down um, to the station and get into the UV Express. So I got the drop-down seat at the end, next to the door and I didn't even get a whole seat I was sharing with someone else so half my butt was on the chair and the other was not and the metal part of the chair was pressing against my tailbone the entire ride home so it wasn't that fun it wasn't that great of an experience and I could hear my mom's voice in my head questioning my choice like why don't you just take the 800 peso uber home it's 10 times the amount that I'm paying for instead of a 80 peso um, UV Express, but it's also 10 times more comfortable, right? Unfortunately, I couldn't afford the luxury. There are better ways, probably, and probably other options like carpools or quitting my job entirely and getting a job in my city or buying myself a car and paying for gas and parking. But let me tell you that this, believe it or not, this is my best option. It's the most practical one and most importantly, the one that I chose among other options that were handed to me. So there are other options on the plate and I thought that this would be the most affordable and the most eye-opening for a sheltered bourgeois <laughs> uh, class kind of girl like me. So, I mean, I guess it. I totally lost my train of thought there. I'm sorry, I don't know what happened. But anyway, I was trying to say that um, so the whole situation was basically kind of a nightmare. It wasn't the most comfortable thing in the world, needless to say. And you know, I really do wish that I had more comfortable options that were 
also affordable for me um, or that I could take 20 minutes to get to and from work or that I could drive and not pay for parking um, all these things that I wish I could have and wish I could do but the truth is it's just not the case and what I have to go through is part of the experience and when I chose to work for this company I knew that it was two cities away and I knew that this would be part of the very colorful and very rich experience of transitioning into my first job so this is actually what I want to talk about the title of my segment and title of today's takeaway is embracing the experience so I guess what I'm learning now in this point of my life is that I don't really have to be comfortable <laughs> to be happy if that makes any sense and you know I'm really determined not to let this part of the struggle disappoint me or make me feel unhappy and instead I want to do my best to accept it wholeheartedly and embrace it as part of the experience so it's not an easy thing to embrace and you know no sugar coating it's gonna suck and when you're crumpled against the car door for an hour and a half you realize that you can either feel really shitty and grumble and hate your life or you can stop breathe and try to help yourself you can move around wiggle your toes try to get comfortable maybe shift your weight around close your eyes listen to music or look around watch the lights watch the other cars watch the other people maybe get a good look of reality and what it what it really means to be in transit experience the world around you and let it let it become an experience for you and take it all in so maybe some days I'll get lucky you know I'm optimistic hopefully I'll get next time I'll get a better seat maybe some days I'll give up and resign to paying 800 pesos for an uber instead of 80 for a half a seat on a UV Express Maybe one day I'll have a car of my own, or maybe I live in a city where I won't even have to worry about all of this. Maybe one day I'll get fed up entirely and just join a team of people who are coming up with solutions to ease road congestion in Metro Manila. Maybe, 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 you know? So I could sit here and think of all the maybes and the I'd rather be's and the what ifs, and it, it should only serve me one purpose and motivate me to do one thing to make sure that this, as much as it is part of the experience, that this is all temporary. That my struggle, that my misery, that everything that I'm going through right now that I feel negatively about, is just a part of my life. And it isn't a part of my mindset. So, another takeaway, another thing to note is that um, everything has trade-offs. So while I could have gotten a job that was closer to home, I wouldn't have been able to enjoy the benefits that I do working for this company that I like. Um, the truth is you can't choose the things that come with, like the little, the little snags that come with um, the dream, you know? Um, there are bad things that come with the whole package and you can't control it. But you've heard this before. The only thing that you can control is how you react to it and what you can make of it. So I went off on a bit of a rant there, but 
I'll leave you with this. It's so easy to be happy and grateful and embrace the good things when they're happening to you. When something you don't like happens or when things are not how you want them to be, what then? You know, can you still smile and say thank you when life hands you a situation that you don't want to be in? How do you react to that when you're on a good streak and you realize that things aren't as great as it seems? Are you going to let the small inconveniences or even not the minor inconveniences get in the way of you enjoying things and feeling good about what you have on your plate right now? Feeling good about all the other blessings that you have in your life? So my takeaway from this experience, and I hope also what you've learned from hearing about my experience, is that while we're still on the way to living the life that we want to, we can use the unideal, the things that we often reject. We can use that to our advantage and learn things like resourcefulness, acceptance, and maybe even eventually gratitude. Thanks for listening, guys, and I hope you enjoy the show. See you next time. This is Justine, and thank you for listening to The Remedy.